You do things your own way. You make things your own, just the way you like them. Your bank should do that for you, too. The Bank of Clark is the bank for that. From banking to lending to wealth management, when you need financial services built just for you, we're the bank for that. Find out what banking design just for you is all about. Call 1-800-650-8723. Visit your local Bank of Clark branch today or go to bankofclark.bank. That's bankofclark.bank. We're the bank for that. Member FDIC. Yo, what's happening with what's happening? Welcome to What's Happening. I'm Brad. I'm Fred. It's a show we talk about what's happening. What's happening with you, bro? Not much, bro. Getting ready to fly out to Houston Thursday. Uh oh. Working overload so we can go out there. Um, you know what I mean? Enjoy yourselves and come back. Let's go with you, bro. Man, same old, same old. I, um, we had, you know, my oldest came over uh, on Saturday and we were supposed to, the plan was we we're going to uh, roast some marshmallows and watch a movie on the projector outside. Uh, we roasted the, uh, the marshmallows. That was no problem. It was a little bit, you know, the wind was blowing. So, Took a minute to get that fire going, but we got it going. And then me and just, I just wasn't using my brain. Uh, it was way too bright out to use the projector. <laughs> so we ended up just kind of relaxing. It was, I worked that day anyway. Uh, I think I dashed that, no, I didn't dash that morning. But I worked all day and worked out the day before. So I was pretty drained. We had some homemade nachos. That was cool. Um, you know, it's just a good family day, man. It, it was real cool. I did work all weekend, so it, it was literally just nonstop. But I have, you know, no regrets, obviously, man, because you know, families are sure. always. Um, man, I'm excited you get to go to Houston. You were talking about last week, uh, you were talking about you, you was trying to make it shake out. Yeah, I don't know if I'm clear, but I think I got an ace on the hole just in case. Said- he said, I don't know if I'm clear, but I'm gone. <laughs> hey, y'all know how to go. Once, it, once it's paid for, they could pretty much just hand in your resignation, I guess, because I'm gone. And so, uh, you know, I'm going to just go ahead and plug it again. You know, uh, we appreciate Dom and Lawrence from NGS Perspectives. You know, we did a, a simul, I guess it's a simulcast episode. Uh, last week, uh, where we worked with those gentlemen, uh, we are on their feed as well. Um, I would encourage you guys to, you know, check out their feed. Ingenious Perspectives. It's on all this whatever app you're you're listening to us on. You can hear those guys as well, and they have some real deep uh, conversations uh, and, and real interesting ones as well. So definitely appreciate those guys. Uh, Good through. I I, I want to say stop through, but. It was more so like we linked up since it was on both shows. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll definitely uh, work with those guys again in the future. So I uh, encourage you guys to check them out. Um, I enjoyed it. So this week, not really doing, you know, we've been feeding y'all a bunch of guests. And um, I think we've had a guest every episode since, with the exception of the bonus episode that we did on April 1st. 
I think we've had a guest every week since uh, since uh, since March, since Women's Women Making History Month. So, listen, listen, we've been out here in the streets, y'all. We've been working. We need y'all some some inter- some some interesting people to to meet, to understand, to hear their stories, for us to work with and share experiences, for us to debate with. We gave it all to you over the last two months. Today, y'all got to hear just the whole week. It's just going to be me and Fred this week. <laughs> chilling. We just chill and have a conversation. Uh, we're going to talk about a few things. So first off, um, we are recording this on the night of Monday, May 2nd. And we had a docket kind of prepared, but it's going to get a little altered a little bit because shortly before we began recording, uh, there was a leak uh, the Supreme Court, this is an exclusive report uh, from Politico, and I haven't had an opportunity to really read it in general. Um, and, and Fred only knows about it because I sent him a message on it right before we started recording, literally right before we started. But apparently uh, the Supreme Court, the United States Supreme Court, uh, to be clear, uh, which does have a 6-3 majority lead, here uh, for the conservatives. Um, Apparently, they've been talking back and forth to each other with how to overturn Roe v. Wade, which is abortion. I don't think, uh, you know, Fred, obviously we've talked plenty. We've known each other for a long time. I don't think we've ever had a conversation regarding abortion. So Uh, I don't know. I don't, if we have, I don't remember, but I don't know what your stance is on it at all. Well, I'm not with it. Um, It's hard, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I got seven kids, so shit, you should know I'm not with it. but at the same time, I'm just being honest, but at the same time, you know, there is situations where I think it's just, you know, and I think there's also, you know what I'm saying, um, situations where it's unjust. I think a lot of times we're looking from the outside we're speculating on a person or a couple situation, you know, and that that is what I think is unfair. Like, you know, I get, you know, people are, you know, pro-abortion and, you know, vice versa. You, you, I mean, hell, you go down here in Louisville by the abortion clinic and they out there with the signs and, they begging you not to, they telling you they'll, you know, take, help you take care of it. You know, they'll take it, you know, raise it, whatever. Just don't, you know what I'm saying? Go through with it. And those people don't know the people that's walking in them doors, you know what I'm saying? From a can of paint. So my question would be, you know, would you say the same thing to a person who was told, you know, that if 
your child makes it through this pregnancy, then they're going to come out with, uh, you know what I'm saying, or come out and be brain dead, you know what I'm saying, on half of one side and maybe a vegetable, you know what I'm saying, their whole life. Would you still ask her to keep her child? You know what I mean? So what if, you know, the situation may be where it's, you know, told to the lady, hey, look, you're at high risk. And if you go through with this, you can lose your life. You know, or you could lose the baby or both. Would you still tell her to keep it? You know what I mean? Because see, being high risk, there's still a chance for, you know what I'm saying, you to have another child. It's not that you can't, but maybe it just ain't the right time and your body's not in the right state. Would you risk that situation? Because then, you know what I'm saying? You would go to say that, well, you know, yeah, I would give my life for my child. So then you tell your child to be raised, you know what I'm saying, with no mother from day one. Well, that's a fucked up situation because that child ain't asked for that either. So, you know what I'm saying, which way do you go with that? So, like I said, a lot of times I think it's just speculation and I'm a, I'm against, you know what I'm saying, abortion, but I still feel like there's scenarios and situations where, you know, that should still be the option on the table because you don't know what kind of risk you may be imposing on this person all because your beliefs of them keeping a child is surface level for your own beliefs. And that's and if that's the case, if it's about beliefs and what people feel or ideology, then that would be like, you know, a Catholic telling a Christian that, you know what I'm saying, they got to serve God in this manner, this way, or a Muslim, you know what I'm saying, telling uh, atheists, you know, that they got to believe. Like, it, if that's the case, you know what I mean? You, you can impose that in any type of manner at that point. Because if we're going off beliefs, because that's all it really is, is one side believes this is, you know what I'm saying, should be the case and this is how it should be and the other side believes it shouldn't. And, and the only reason I even brought it to that type of perspective is because I've had family members that was really close to me that was put in that situation where they child would have came out brain dead, you know what I'm saying, possibly Down syndrome if they made it, you know what I'm saying, full term. And it was putting the mom at high risk, you know, with high blood pressure and whatnot, you know what I'm saying? So it was still unsafe and unstable for her. So they told her, you know, it would be in the best option if you had an abortion, but they can't tell you what to do. But the risk and the complications to this is so high that, you know, 
they can't promise that it's just going to be hunky dory at the end of the day. Right. So, you know, they, they chose to, you know, say have an abortion. And as they walking in as people, no, no, please don't. We'll keep your child. You know, we'll take care of it. We'll pay you X amount not to do it. You know, please. And it's like, can you please get out my way? Cause this is hard enough to deal with as it is. Because I want my child, but how can I put me and my child at risk? And on top of that, I got children at home that I'm still raising that now becomes at risk. And then turn around after she had the abortion, you know, time later, she still ended up being able to have another child. Healthy, no problems, no complications. It doesn't replace the other child, but at the same time, it was a better situation overall. So I, I'm not with abortion just for selfish reasons. You know what I'm saying? If if you like, hey, um, I barely can take care of myself. Well, why was you making dumb decisions? Now you gonna have to boss up and be able to take care of too. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what other people have to do. Um, if oh, I only did it to keep him, well, that was your mistake. You know, shouldn't have did it to keep him. So that's not a reason to give up your child because you was trying to keep him, you know. Whatever the case may be, you know what I'm saying? If it's selfish and it's null and void, I mean, I'm not with it. You know, or some people, well, I wanted a boy or I wanted a girl. Well, that's fucked up. You knew you couldn't pick when you started. So... The one thing I want to make sure that I clean up real quick before we go too far is that this link is a or this this website that this notification it is a leak. This is not confirmed that the sick that the Supreme Court is planning to overturn Roe v. Wade. And, and quite honestly, by the time that this releases, we might have more information that confirms or denies otherwise. I, I just want to get that out there again on the record. Um, I'm going to say that most people are like you and are like me that are, and they are pro-choice. Um, yeah, I think that we've gotten to a point really over the last you know, 10 or 15 years, I feel like I could be wrong, but I feel like over the last 10 or 15 years, we've gotten to the point where people are really understanding that they're, they're what you're saying. People are having these that there's so many various reasons that a woman may choose to abort a pregnancy and that for, the harassment of it is not cool. The To not have it there simply means that it's still going to happen, but it's going to happen in um, much more unsafe formats. Um, 
We'll go back to them old days. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I mean, I really don't know what I could add to to that. You know, I think that I think that that's a that there's a stigma that women that have abortions are having sex in a way that is just that are uh, being promiscuous. That's the term I want to use. I think that that's kind of the stigma that was around in you know early two thousands and the nineties and things of that nature. That women that had abortions that they're you know they're just they're using it as a get out of jail free card, and that that shouldn't happen. And so the whole like oh like we could put your you could just put it up for put the baby up for adoption. Uh, there's all these resources you can help, and that's where like I get mad because I'm like. You say there's all these resources, but that can help people that have a child. But you you actively um, complain about people that are you know getting help for different services because they're you're freeloaders for the government. And I'm being very generalistic when I say that right now. I know that doesn't match every single individual. I understand that, but I I think that we we all know the type of what we see, and I think. Uh, you know, I think to your point, Fred, you, you said it right. Those that are, you know, actively campaigning against it are ignoring science. It's it's true. Like they're, you know, they're they're out there literally because they believe the world is flat. I guess, but you know what I mean, like. <laughs> It, but it's in that manner, like it, it's it's just all views, viewpoints. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not anything they have to back it up on why or, or what and the people they approach. You know, I, I would like to see it, you know, a more discreet manner for women to be able to have that done. In, you know, yeah. I, I guess there'd be a way to figure out the place, but I mean, to me, they should be able to go in peace because you don't know what people are dealing with in that situation. For sure. You know, so, I, I mean, they need to, I, I don't know, it's just, it's hard to really say. I mean, I, I, I get, you know what I'm saying, they ignoring science, but to me, it's, it's bigger than that because, you know, Something ain't just even science, you know what I'm saying? It's life and death. You know what I mean? You Yeah. You you still gonna grieve like it, it ain't just no up oh, it's over with. You know what I mean? Like this. Right. So Yeah. I mean at the end of the day, just mind your own damn business. And you know, I, I need to add this in because I'm gonna just be mad at myself if I don't add it in. So, um, in late 2020, Ruth Bader Ginsburg died. Um, and I remember telling somebody about this or having a conversation and their response was a four letter word. Fuck. The reason their response was that way was because 
This is late 2020. This is before the election, but Donald Trump is still the president. Donald Trump nominated Amy Coney Barrett. The Senate very quickly <laughs> rushed through her confirmation and she became a Supreme Court justice. And that flipped the, the Supreme Court from a 5-4 conservatively to a 6-3 conservatively. And I don't care what you feel about your politics. I don't care if you're left, right, Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, whatever. I'm going to show you the impact of not voting. If 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 Roe v. were if that nah, excuse me, if Roe versus Wade is overturned, it's because of people not voting. But let me explain myself. In 2015, I believe late 2015, Justice I forget his name. One of the Supreme Court justices passed. Barack Obama is still the president of the U.S. at that time. He nominated Merrick Garland to fill his seat for the Supreme Court. Mitch McConnell, who is the uh, who is the Senate leader at that time, says, we're going to just hold off until after the election before we do any Supreme Court nominations. This is a, an election year. We're not going to do this in an election year. At the, at the same time, Donald Trump wins the election. Donald Trump, and this is all my opinion, Donald Trump wins the election because voter turnout is low. While, yes, Hillary Clinton does have the majority lead, um, the turnout is terrible. Donald Trump wins the, the correct states to become president. Donald Trump nominated three, I believe. In his four years of being president, I believe he nominated three um, judges, or he he yeah nominated three judges of the Supreme Court between retirements and whatever else happened, which got the five four lead for the conservatives. Well, it was two, and then Ruth Bader Ginsburg died in the election year, closer to the election than um, what happened in 2015. And those same Republicans that said, we're not going to do anything, we're going to wait till after the election, quickly rushed through that confirmation and everything before the 2020 election. So however you feel about voting or not voting, you think it, it's not important. If you're not voting in your Senate elections, and this is a midterm year in the United States in 2022, um, a lot of your Congress seats are up. Your governor's seat is probably up uh, this year. Your your Senate seat, at least one of them, is probably up. This is why that stuff is important. If you want somebody to turn to to turn over uh, abortion, this is the this is the election that's going to play a role in making it happen. If you want to make sure stuff doesn't like this doesn't happen. This is the election, more so than just the presidential election. These these uh, people that are running in the states that you're in that are not Michigan and that are not Kentucky, where Fred and I live. That's what it is. I just had to get that out there because... Everybody should know that, that every two-year election is the election to be voting, man. The, 
the presidential one ain't really uh, what it's cracked up to be. It's just it's the smoke and mirrors. And you know, I, I would I've been thinking about this just over the last couple of weeks. I've been having a couple of conversations about politics and things of that nature. People get like frustrated about like the the presidential election, but like that's literally the only election that we have in this country that everybody participates in. First off, the only elections that you participate in that are um, that affect politics at a national level are the president, the Senate, and your Congress. Your Congress, your Congress elections are based off the district that you live in. Mm-hmm. Your, if I might be, I should have that correct. Whatever, the Senate. Your state sends two senators to the Capitol. That's two out of a hundred. So, like, for example, if you were if you were wanting uh, Joe Biden's Build Back Better plan to to go through. Um, Joe Manchin is the one that that essentially shut that down. He in West Virginia, ain't nothing you can do about that. The presidential election, we put that focus on it because it's the one election that all of us across this country, it's the one election that we all play a role in. So I don't want to diminish the importance of it, but understanding your laws, understanding how everything works together and nothing is above anything else the way our, our law is designed to be. You gotta pay attention to what's going on at the other in the other spots as well. With regards to what you can't control. So I believe the, the, the that alone. We'll see what's happening. We'll see if this letter, if this, if this leak is real. Um, you know, with, with a website like Politico uh running it, I would assume that they have very very reliable sources it's not you know some some rinky dink uh website political is 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 a, is a real deal um media outlet here in the u.s so this could be huge this could be huge um that wasn't on our docket but like i said guys that happened before we uh right before we started recording so we wanted to at least touch base on that um, with regards to what we do have on the docket, it's not a whole lot more. I'm pulling it up now so I can remember. Bear with your boy. Oh, okay. All right. So, did you see Elon Musk walk Twitter? Yeah. Did you see how that went down? Didn't he uh, team up with um, uh, who was it? I can't think of it right now. I don't know who he teamed up with, so I can't answer your question anyway. But here's like, here's what happened, <laughs> and like it's kind of gangster. He was slowly but surely buying up shares because Twitter was a publicly traded company. So they were surely buying up shares. And suddenly they looked up and they're like, oh, Elon Musk owns 9% of Twitter, suddenly. Just he was just buying a little piece over here, 
a little piece of it there, right? You know what I'm saying? It's like mm -hmm. when the new video game system come out, you know, the 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 GameStop in 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 town A might say you can buy two, and that's it. And the GameStop in town B buy two, you buy as many as you can. You wait till they all sold out. You do your resale online for those that are eager that can't wait. He did one of them joints. You know what I'm saying? Just bought a little bit of Twitter here, a little bit of Twitter there. He got some Twitter from Walmart, some Twitter from Target. You know what I'm saying? He, he went all over the place and got some. And then um, they looked up. He said he had 9%. They were like, hey, um, what's going on? He's like, oh, you know, whatever. And basically they realized that they were that he was like trying to slowly but surely buy him out. And then so they offered him a spot on the board. He said yes. Then he said no. Right. Then he offered to buy them. Mm-hmm. And they said no. Then he said, you know what? This is a publicly traded company. Forget y'all. I'm gonna ask the people, do they want to be sold? And then, like, that's all I heard about it. And then that was like then at the like Monday morning, last week, Monday morning is I, maybe it wasn't Monday, whatever, whatever day it was last week, I wake up and they're like, Elon Musk is on paste about Twitter today. I'm like, oh. Because they had put in some sort of like poison pill uh, thing. Basically, they were putting in measures to say that he can't buy it. Like, we don't necessarily want Elon Musk to own us. <laughs> right. What What's your thought on that? I mean, look, if you're smart enough to trick a company out their spot, man, you're smart enough to have them. You know, you know I mean, I and I get this whole thing with the freedom of speech that you know what I'm saying I've been hearing about it as well. You know, I don't really think that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I know the whole freedom of speech thing can get out of line sometimes because some people can just be a little over the top, but it's the purpose of freedom of speech, and I think everything. Everything we use now is getting so confined and constricted to a certain point of, you know what I mean? You're almost like in a box of what you can do. And I really don't care for that either. You know, the whole purpose of the internet, you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna say purpose of it, you know, because it started off, let's not even go there. But, you know what I'm saying? Like the whole <laughs> the whole free range, you know what I'm saying, that you have of the internet to be able to, you know what I'm saying, just go and deep dive and get into things, you know what I'm saying? Because like the way they're restricting stuff, eventually, you know, it's only gonna be certain stuff that you're allowed to access. And that's all you know what I'm saying, what it's boiling down to is what they want us to be able to grasp or reach out to or see. And that's what they're trying to control, which don't get me wrong. Some stuff, I guess, can be tailored better, but it's still, it's what's real. And that's a big aspect to it as well. You know what I mean? Not oneness to see what's really going on in certain situations. Because in Twitter, if there's free speech and you can pretty much share what you want you know what I mean? content becomes real things around you become more raw you know i i feel like 
we're at, we're at a point in society where people are getting too liberal with their understanding of what free speech is. And that's probably not the way that I want to say it. Um, it's out there now. But, yeah, yeah it's out there now. <laughs> but we... The part that bothers me about the people that... that I hate when people misuse freedom of speech. I guess that's what I want to say. You know, I'm thinking back to um, a few months back, uh, I was doing DoorDash and I was delivering to the hospital um, nearby. I was doing a delivery there. And I mean, this is, Omicron variant is raging through the country and, you know, the rules are the rules. And the way the rules were at the hospital was, hey, you got to have a mask to come in. Got to have a mask. Okay, that's the rules, right? Put the mask on. And this guy is arguing with the security guards that he shouldn't have to wear the mask. Like, this is this is their rule. And what he said, what he said that stuck out to me, and like he's blocking me from being able to make my delivery. So I'm able to hear that so well. Uh, like I'm trying to get my tips, bro. But um, he was, um, he was like, just being obnoxious and trying to talk to the security guard, and the security guard just didn't hear him, and because he was being like belligerent, and he was like, "Well, you can't hear me because you have this mask to block my free speech," and I'm like, "That's not, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's not what's happening at all," and and and, and so. That's my terrible segue to think about, you know, our, our former president Donald Trump. You know, when he got deplatformed from, um, did, did he make a Twitter post? No, he's not. No, he's not on Twitter at all. He has. I thought since Elon bought it, he, he unlocked me. No, that's been the thing. I saw something. I saw at the gym. The gym always has Fox News on the TV. And I saw just a headline. You can't hear anything because they're just right. music. But um, the headline from Fox News says, said that Donald Trump said that he won't go back to Twitter. Uh, I mean, whatever. That could mean anything. Why? Because Elon Musk bought it? I don't know why. I couldn't hear anything. But maybe he just was like, uh, whatever. I don't need. I guess he realizes he actually doesn't need Twitter. Wow. I didn't think about this until literally just now when you asked this question. Um, because he basically made a post without making a post. Well, but also like, he is still like... Relevant? Well, no, he's still like the like the man in the, in, in the I'm sorry, in the Republican Party. And like some of the different like political uh, podcasts and things I listen to and news, like they're always saying, like, Trump released a statement saying this, that, and the third. So, like, he still is able to get his message out there without using social media. Like, he's still, like, people are still wearing his hats, his shirts, his flags, whatever. I think he might still be going on uh, different, you know, right-wing news outlets. I think he might be doing that still. I don't know for sure. But I'm just sitting here thinking about it when you just asked this might be better for him that he's not on social media and he's not able to have like 
the 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 childish rants. I've actually been thinking um with regards to him being deplatformed, I understood it at the time that it happened. It was right uh during the insurrection. I kind of wish that he wasn't totally deplatformed now because and this is a silly reason, um, but me responding to him on time hop comes up every day and I can't see the original tweet anymore because his account is gone now. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I guess I want to see him say hamburgers, <laughs> but like, I don't know, but, but, but on a, on a more serious note, if he doesn't have the, the platform, the social media platform, he doesn't have, he's less likely to make, he's, he won't make the gaffes that he usually makes, or at least not at the volume that he's done it. I mean, that was something that I... I It'll be like. more hearsay leaks, like, you know, oh, so-and-so said that he said this, and so then it's, you know... It's, oh, he didn't credit. say that. Yeah, you know what I mean? It can always be spun because no one physically heard it unless he's on live TV saying it, you know what I mean? Right. Because, so, I mean, he was doing it. So one thing I've started doing since he was the president, and I do it now uh, with President Biden and Vice President Harris, is I'm subscri I, I subscribe to their tweets. Anytime they tweet it, it's boom, right there on my phone. And I can tell you, man, every day between – he woke up every day ready to go between 6.30 and 7.30 in the morning when he was president. He was just out there, bro, saying whatever, <laughs> whatever. It could be talking about, like um, – Joe Biden, he could have been talking about, you know, CNN and fake news. It didn't matter. He was out there. And I just, I mean, there's so many, like, screenshots that I was catching with just, like, him just, like, saying silly stuff. And it'd be, it was wild, whatever. Him going after LeBron, it, 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 it was crazy. Um, you got to go back and share some screenshots later on because well, of the I, platform. Well, I deleted them. I wouldn't, I wouldn't hold on to them forever. Yeah, but I was like, I was responding to it. Right laughing. Man, they would have been love, man. You could actually made a fake Twitter account saying Donald Trump uh, tweets. And you know I what? bet people would, oh, man, that's you probably could still do it. And people would load that bitch up. It would be a dumbass bomb account. There is a parody account for Donald Trump on Facebook. And it still exists. So it's the only Donald Trump account that exists on Facebook. It's a parody account. And we're so far off track. Um, <laughs> but Elon, bro, he, I, you know, the thing about it, let me ask you, have you seen anybody actually freaking out? And I always say, have you seen it? Because um, you know how every time, you know, you say, this is what they, and I always say, who is they? Because they is never anybody specific. Um, I've seen some um, uh, so, some people on my feed making fun of uh, of the left being mad about Elon buying it, but I haven't actually seen anybody care that he's buying, or at least not with a negative connotation. Um, like I remember, so one guy that I'm friends with on Facebook in particular, he shared a link saying. You know that when you know that uh, if the New York Times is saying that 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 Elon owning, I'm, and I'm paraphrasing, basically he said that 
the New York Times was freaking out about Elon, Elon Musk uh, buying it. And then, like, the article that he referenced as his proof, I read the article, and that proof wasn't there. <clears throat> so, like, now, to be fair, to be clear, uh, I doubt he's listening to this anyway, but I did call him out on that post to say, hey, I don't see what you're talking about. And then he shared a link to a YouTube video that says, well, this is the real deal. And I'm like, okay, you, your last link wasn't reliable, so I didn't even bother with the secondary link. Uh, I will clear that up. So he could have very well given me a video link that, that says something different. But after the first link where he provided, he proactively provided a link that was wrong, I was done with it. But to answer, but to get back to the question, have you seen anybody that's actually upset about Elon buying Twitter? No, because no one's affected yet. Now, if things start changing or people accounts are being affected, you will see people freaking out. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? That That's the only reason. Like, you know how many people ran to Twitter when they found out that he bought it and, you know, whatnot just to see if what may have happened to Twitter. Hmm. Yeah. And, you know, Twitter is already pretty, um, pretty, uh, liberal with, uh, with their, with their rules. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, when I say liberal, I don't mean from a political perspective. I mean, it's pretty, um, it can get spicy. You can see some things on some Twitter. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, listen. And, and so, you know, I, I, hmm, I, I do think about that as well. When I think about a guy like Trump getting B platform, it's like, <sighs> I'm gonna I mean, just, but you know what? I, how, I, I do you I, follow his son or? His I daughter or his wife, because I mean, when you really think about it, is he really the platform when they still got probably not a platform? Because at any given time, they could say, "Well, my daddy said, or my husband said." That's true. Or they could just say, "This is a statement from Donald Trump," because he's still yeah. getting his message out there. But I don't know if Donald Trump, at least in the four years that he was president. I don't know that he tweeted anything in that four-year period that was worse than, and I don't want to say worse, um, but, like, you can see a booty hole on Twitter if you wanted to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is, All like, body parts, you could have chose the pick. <laughs> but you can but you get what I'm saying, though, right? It's the booty hole. But, like, you can see a booty hole on Twitter, but I can't, but, and while I'm not saying that he was right to say the things that he was saying at all, I remember, like, there, there's a tweet that's out there. Somebody screenshotted shotted it. It's deleted now. He was saying, what when the insurrection was happening on January 6, 2021, he was saying, this is what happens when you, and I'm paraphrasing, but he was saying, this is what happens uh when you try to steal the election, 
it, it, it was just, and it was like that tweet and another tweet right before and right after it is what made Twitter just decide to act to suspend his account, which ultimately led to him being fully deplatformed. Um, it was that. It went to Facebook as well. Facebook reacted behind it, but all of that, right? I guess what I'm saying is I don't know that that is more offensive in the level of it, of it, I don't know. I'm it's I'm comparing apples to oranges, and it doesn't make sense. But I I think you get what I'm trying to say. Um, Definitely. You know, and I guess the, the thing is, is that if Elon buys it, you know, then that means that Elon, you know, it's no longer a publicly traded company. He gets to decide what's happening there. Um, and I think that it's probably a deeper conversation around inclusivity or... It's a deeper conversation around private organizations being able to do whatever they want within the confines of the law. And so if he, and and I guess the fear is is that if he owns that big of a platform, what happens? To me, the answer is, is that if he, if he does become that egregious with Twitter, people will just move somewhere else. They'll move back to Facebook. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I guess they would, but I truly feel I don't know what it's gonna be, and I could be wrong. But as much as everybody loves these sites, they're kind of sick of them. I feel like there's going to be a swing of people moving to something soon. I just don't know what's going to stick. You know, go ahead. And especially now that, you know, we're in the monetization era where everything now is going to be monetized, you know what I'm saying? Make videos, make videos, make videos. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's kind of the model, you know, they're, they're turning people personal pages into, you know, pages that can be monetized, which I don't get me wrong, you don't get your money. But I think we're just in that era where everything's about making the money. There's not the socialization that there was to the apps anymore. Yeah, we're interacting, but we're doing it different than how we used to. You know, I guess I just also think that, and this is another episode itself as well, um, but I think the whole idea of cancel culture is BS. We'll get into that at a later date. But... I mean, you're going to have to elaborate some. <laughs> I mean, you can't just say that and then just run off on it. Like, you got to at least not, make a sticking point. Let me get there. Let me get there. It, it'll okay, make sense. Okay. I think the, the idea of cancer culture as a whole concept that there's, you know, people that are actively working to to def- to defame people, to, to, to tear them down, 
I think that I think that everybody has haters. I don't think that it's as egregious as some people would like to believe. That being said, you have to understand that if you believe Elon Musk to be the businessman, to be a smart businessman, um, you would believe that he's going to have parameters to, if he's making this investment of 54, 55 billion, whatever that number is, to, to buy Twitter, he wants to see it grow. It's not like, I would, you would have to think, I would think that you would have to just understand that like, he's going to want the, whatever his version of free speech is, it's going to be in a way that keeps this company profitable. You would think that. It's going to be embedded into the Tesla, so why it's driving itself. You're going to be watching Twitter TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that could be the thing. Um, and I guess I just believe that if you think that he's a dumb businessman and that he's going to allow things to happen that actually shouldn't happen, how are they, you got to believe that they're going to impact his bottom line. I just, yeah, it, or it'd it be just, a tax write-off in the long run. I mean, you, you never know. Like it's, you know, sometimes you got to spend the money to try to save from having to pay back the money. You know, I mean, we'll keep our eyes on it, but like I said, I see people making fun of people freaking out about it. I don't see anybody actually freaking out about it. Um, let's do one more. Just because I think it's pretty important. Um, the federal mask mandate was struck down in federal court in Florida. Did you see that? No, nah, I didn't see it. I ain't going to lie to you. Go ahead and well, it came out of nowhere. Uh, it was a federal court in Florida. Um, Lady Sue in Florida um, saying that she wanted to go visit her daughter in Columbia and having to fly the long flight was not going to be good. And she won the case. And the nobody saw it coming. The, the Biden administration didn't see it coming. The air, the airlines didn't see it coming, and the um, you know people were in midair, and the captain and the pilot came on and said, "Hey, the federal mask mandate is, was just struck down, and you no longer have to wear a mask." And people were taking off the mask in flight. So when you go flying on Thursday. You don't have to wear a mask. You know, if this was you know two weeks ago, you would have had to wear a mask. When I when I flew to New Orleans, New Orleans. At, the end, at the end of November, at the end of I'm sorry, at the end of February, I had to wear a mask. At, and then like it's weird because it's like you still have to wear a mask in the airport, I guess relative to whatever the rules are in Kentucky. Um, but I think you still have to wear a mask in the airport. Make sure you have your mask because I think you have to wear it in the airport. And I know that's it's like that in a lot of states. I don't know if that's a national thing or whatever. You gotta wear it in the airport, but you don't have to wear it on the plane. But what that means is, is that 
you might not have to wear it at the Kentucky airport, but you might need it in the Texas airport. So happy mask. Yeah. But like when I when I was flying two months ago, it was mask in the Detroit airport, mask in the air, mask in the New Orleans airport. It just didn't matter. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it came out of nowhere and the Biden administration didn't immediately appeal it. I guess they're planning to appeal it, but like, it's this weird thing of like, they're trying to, what I listened to was, is like, they're, they're going to accept the loss in the battle, but, but maybe like try to win the war to get it reinstated. And what I listened to was like, this judge was not very experienced. This was a, and I'm not really trying to be here. I've been here this whole episode, but it is what it is. This was a Trump appointed federal judge. That's the other thing that people, you know, talk about like why it's important to vote. Um, federal judges are appointed by the president. And we know about the three Supreme Court justices that, that Trump appointed, but he appointed a lot of federal judges. <laughs> Um, a lot. Um, and that's the part of the job that presidents do that people don't pay attention. They just worry about, you know, gas prices and taxes and whatever. Um, but apparently this judge is not, was not qualified for the position, uh, when she got appointed, but she got appointed. She got, a, she got confirmed. She got the job, got the case. And I guess the reasonings that she found and I have to find it to send it all to you. The reasonings that she found for her or her justification for um, her justification for striking down the federal mask mandate is incredibly flawed. So it'll probably come back up here pretty soon. And it might come back up while you're in the air all the way home. <laughs> Let it not. Let me get it nice and flight. I didn't flew last couple of times. We didn't have to have our mask on. Let me go ahead and get one without a few times, actually. Yeah. Well, listen, man. Um, there's a lot going on in this world. Y'all got to keep your head on the swivel. That's really all I can say. I have no idea what I'm going to title this episode because I feel like we've been all over the place. I want to say what's happening with a bunch of stuff, but I've already done that, so I can do what's happening with a bunch of stuff again. Part two. <laughs> I, I did what's been happening recently when we did our bonus episode. I don't know. But um, listen, check out the Genius Perspectives. Uh, check out the archive. This is your first time listening to us. And we appreciate it. Uh, check us out on social media. Um, Fred, you got Mr. Humble underscore beginnings. I always say I know your social's better than you, but I almost forgot it just now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Y'all can follow me, Archbishop Swag. Uh, don't ask me about it. It's just what I've been rocking with. I'm going to change it here pretty soon. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not swag no more, bro. I'm about to be 36. <laughs> Ain't nothing no swag no more. That's why you swag, because you got 36. If you didn't, you'd be drip. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> the Arch Archbishop drip if you was if you was like you know, that might be the day. <laughs> hey, 
you heard it here first, but I hope he don't. Cause I, I, I can't see, I can't see him with a button down and some jeans with some loafers on, like he leaving Sunday service with a name like Archbishop Drip. Got Drip to sell. <laughs> no sir, no sir. <laughs> But y'all can follow me at, currently at, our, at artificial slag. If I change it, you know, I'll update y'all. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on TikTok. Follow the show What's Happening on all platforms. And um, leave us a five-star rating and a review. Tell your friends and family about our show so that we can continue to grow and find more awesome people to work with and spread our message. And... Find more awesome people to interview and grow the show and be amazing. Because right. you just rambling. I am. <laughs> I am. Peace. You do things your own way. You make things your own, just the way you like them. Your bank should do that for you, too. The Bank of Clark is the bank for that. From banking to lending to wealth management, when you need financial services built just for you, we're the bank for that. Find out what banking design just for you is all about. Call 1-800-650-8723. Visit your local Bank of Clark branch today or go to bankofclark.bank. That's bankofclark.bank. We're the bank for that. Member FDIC.